fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump, fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? I mean, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, fancy dumb. This week, tight ends, top 10. Kamish, how are we feeling over there? Oh, you know, just uh, another week. Quarantine. You know, we're starting to lift some spirits out here in Michigan, though. We got some some things opening up. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel, at least. Exactly. I think think we're going we're gonna to see it. Some football is going to be played. Sports is okay. The NBA today. Oh, yeah. That's coming back. Got a little tourney going on. It's going to be a wild uh, September, October. I tell you that. It's going to be packed. There's going to be multiple games on and multiple sports. Multiple heavy implications. We might get all four major sports going at once here for a little bit. March Madness in September? I'm not mad at that. Let's do it, man. We, we need it back. Can't take March Madness away from us and not give it back. Exactly. That bucks on too, man. Shit. Ugh. All right, so this week, folks, we're the top ten tight ends. It's like pulling teeth to get a quality top 10 list of tight ends, but we did it. We went through it. It was a tough one, man. I mean, you got the top guys, and then it's a, I mean, the position is deeper than previous years. Like last year was a pretty uh, shitty position, but this year we got at least got some more guys out there. It's just they're all like kind of that third, fourth tier guys, I feel like. Yep, and it all depends if they're injured or not. A lot of injury prone cats in my list. A lot of I got I wrote uh, hard to stay healthy a lot I feel like <laughs> for sure oh it's brutal out there well shit dude let's get to it man let's get knock it out I mean I think we're both have number one down and I think clear cut but who'd you have for number one on your tight end list man I'm gonna go with the uh, PPR tight end number one from the last four years and that would be Mr. Travis Kelsey. Yes, sir. Over a thousand for the last four years. He's still gonna be solid this year. Yeah, I mean he's the biggest target out there in Kansas City. You know they got all those little speed guys running around, but he's the big guy. Only five touchdowns last year, which he had ten and eight the previous year. So hopefully he gets back up around that eight to ten number, being the yeah. biggest target out there. I don't know if it was um, Mahomes' little injury or just the other guys getting the score. I don't know, but I think his touchdowns will come back up. Yeah, I mean. If- Five, yeah, but he definitely needs more touchdowns. If he's, you know, an eight-touchdown guy, he's tight end one, hands down. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's tight end one anyways, but, yeah, no <laughs> you shit. know, that, those extra touchdowns are not going to hurt him by any means. And like they said, they just run and shoot, so he's going to get as many passes down the middle as possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to go out and get top tight end, you're probably going to have to pay second-round price for him. I think I've been seeing him go, you know, usually like the middle, the end of second. Yeah, I've been getting like seventh pick in the second a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some guys kind of reach up in the early second, but I think that might be a little too early for the for the tight ends. But hey, I mean, if you want the number one or number two, however you view them up there, you gotta get them. You got him, Mister. I had him too, man. Kelsey number one. I'm gonna put down my number two right now. Um, is my the crazy dude Kittle? 
the WWF wrestler Kittle. Iowa Kittle. Wild man. I don't like his disappearing act as a tight end and becoming an offensive lineman in the in the later stages of fantasy playoffs, but he's a stud. I mean, he he's arguably their best athlete, and that's with a crazy amount of athletes on their team. I mean, he's a freak. He blocks his ass off. He earns that position. He earns, you know, as many touchdowns as Jimmy G can actually throw instead of them running the ball, you know, 95% of the time. But – a thousand plus yards last two years. Um, again, five touchdowns. I would like to see like in that eight to ten range. Um, but yep. he's still he's still good in my my eyes. Yeah, I had him right there at number two as well. PPR tight end number two and three last couple of years. Uh, you know, he, he, eighty-eight and eighty-five catches last couple of years. So he's got the the catches right. Just gotta get those touchdowns up, like you said. Only five in that run-heavy scheme over there they got going on. So. All these motherfuckers do though. It's like oh. it's crazy the the amount of touch like the touchdowns and then like the receiving yards they're not adding up for each pl- player. It's it's crazy. No, I think overall last year it was just kind of a a more spread out year for receiving touchdowns in general. Like tight ends, wide receivers combined, I think there was only I want to say like three or four total guys in double digit receiving touchdowns last year. Where I feel like previous years there was a lot more. So I don't know if it just spread around more or I don't know what was going on last year in the NFL. It's crazy. It's crazy. But from that list, my tight end mon- or uh, touchdown monster is uh, my number three, and that's uh, Mark Andrews. Okay, I got I got uh, Andrews at four, so I don't have him at three with you. But okay, let me hear why you got him. See, at this three. is why I had him at three was the Hayden Hurst trade. Mm-hmm. I think okay, I like trading that. him away. They're showing that, and he went from 400 yards his first year, 800 yards his last year, and Adding that 10 touchdowns really helped his case. Um, I'm not going to say that he's going to have another 10 touchdown season, but I think his yardage will go uh, get up to that Kelsey Kittle. I'm hoping. I'm projecting him this year to go that way. Um, that's why I put him in. I think they put a lot of trust in Andrews. And um, on the offensive, they did a lot you know, with the draft and the run game. And I think the pass game, they – you know, they, they have uh, Hollywood Brown there. They got some other studs. Um, I just think they're they're banking on Andrew being that Andrew's being that solid uh, Pro Bowl tight end with those 10 touchdowns. And I'm hoping the projection of 1,000 yards receiving comes into play. Um, with that being said, uh, let's see if he can do it. I need him to get at least 1,000 yards and hopefully stay in that, that sweet spot of 7 to – nine hopefully 10 touchdowns next year yeah i'm with it i like andrews a lot i mean he's still young too this is only gonna be his third season in the nfl so yeah. he, you know he's got he's got room to improve uh the reason i had him at four instead of three was just his snap share you know he was only above 50 percent in six games last year i know they traded hayden hurst away and their other tight end nick boyle he's not like a huge receiving threat so i do see yeah i do see the uh snaps going up this season so hopefully he'll be up there on the field more. And in that, you know, that almost 80, 90% snap share that they got with these top, you know, Kittle and Kelsey, you know, they're on the play every, or yeah. on the field for every play. So if Andrews can get out there every play and be out there consistent, then he can definitely pay off at this price. He's got the offenses there. I mean, this is a top two offense in the league, you would say. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like him. I think with that offense, and I think it's only going to get more familiar to him. Uh, I project him to have a good season this year. Who was your number three, man? I had all Zach Ertz, Mr. Reliable. Uh, yeah. 
no. So some people sleeping on uh, Ertz this year. I don't. They say you know people saying oh they're bringing in Rager and they brought in uh, Goodwin. They got Deshaun Jackson supposed to be healthy and but and they got Goddard still. But I mean we've been saying that for what the last two three years now. Yeah. Like he just he just keeps coming with the targets. You know one. 35 last year 156 the year before just missed a thousand yards last year and he just i don't know he's always producing out there he's been a top six tight end in the last four years and they've had other receivers come and go and he's still the number one target i think in that passing game i don't see elshon or deshaun jackson goodwin or the rookie rager coming in and taking that number one target spot from him Nope, he's mr reliable i like him he's uh top five he's number five for me i dropped him because i got a hopefully a heavy hunch of projection for my number four, but I like him as well. He did seem to kind of hit that sweet spot uh, two years ago with a thousand plus yards and the eight tutties. Last year, he still had six touchdowns, which is looking at all my stats of tight ends. It's still a monster tight uh, TD value for him. Um, I like that sneaky pick. I think he's peaking. I think this might be his last couple years in his prime so if you're gonna you know draft him draft him now uh i like him i think i think they have the same recipe as the um kansas city chiefs we got a lot of speed now outside old miss reliable big body hands in the middle hopefully it's for success yeah and i mean there's still talks that alshon jeffrey may or may not be on the team when the uh, season comes along if that's if you know if he's not there then that just makes zach Ertz the number one uh, like red zone target being as big as he is. They still got Dallas Goddard to do that as well, but, I mean, Ertz has been there. He's been doing it. I don't see him stopping it now. Well, that's the thing. Is like, we'll talk about it later, but Gronk had his highest touchdowns when uh, Aaron Hernandez, Mr. Murder himself, was on, the, was on the field as well. So having a two tight end set doesn't mean you're not going to get tutties, baby. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of teams going to that 12 personnel. And we'll talk about it. A lot of these guys are you got another tight end with them. I don't think that really hurts them too much, being that this alpha tight end that Ertz has been. Yeah, I was watching that Amazon. Uh, um, I don't know what's it called, Inside the Huddle or whatever the fuck. Oh, the All or Nothing. All or Nothing, yeah, dude. I didn't realize how many times Dallas got her dropped fucking touchdown passes too. I feel like every episode he was touching, he was dropping a, t- a tutty, and I was like, damn. And Ertz had dropped a couple too. I mean, and Carson was kind of all over the place sometimes with the ball. I f- there was opportunities for him to get that 1,008 touchdown season, no doubt. Um, they were injured. He was injured. You know, he broke his ribs a couple times or his back. Like I said, all these touch, or the, all these tight ends play injured anyways. It looks like all of them have a laundry list on, of injuries. But I like him. He's yeah, it's hard reliable. to stay healthy. Hard to stay healthy at that position. Yeah, he's Greg Olson. He's the um, he's the guy. He's just the old-fashioned tight end that, you know, can get, you know, get, you to get it done. Yep. If you want to get if you want to get into the deep stuff, you know, if you if you got a little late round dart throw or something and Dallas Goddard's still there and you pick Zach Ertz earlier, might as well pick him up. I'm not saying to handcuff your tight end, because that's just a, a weird thing to say, but I feel like if you if you're gonna handcuff one of these tight ends for some reason, it's it's Zach Ertz and it's really Zach Ertz only because Goddard he's a talented guy right behind him. He yeah. finished as tight end ten last year. I know it was a down year for tight ends, but that's the thing though, like you can honestly we have a we have a, uh, a flex with them. I mean, shit, if Elshon's not there, those two are the best two offensive weapons they have in the pass-catching ability, in my opinion. So 
why why not take a stab on him? Because I know Djax going to go down in a soft tissue issue, you know, injury about you know third week, fourth week in, and then mm-hmm. Rager's going to bust probably. So hey, go Eagles, fly Eagles, fly. <laughs> Feel it. All right, so uh, hit me with your uh, special number four here. I'm praying to the fantasy gods, Mr. E.E. himself can play a full season of football. Because if he can, he is tight end one. Tight, tight end one might be a stretch. I gave him top three, though. Okay, top three. I went a little excited. He played 15-11-8 the last three seasons. Nasty. Absolutely nasty. Um, oh. He had 15. His rookie season, though, he had 15 games played and had that sweet spot of six tutties. I mean, if he can stay healthy, I'm looking for eight to ten touchdowns out of him. And then I can get eight to ten, just like that Andrews. A value pick at EE falling to you in, he's falling in the fifth to seven, eight rounds sometimes, depending on if people, you know, got, you know, been the ass before by him. I'm hoping this is his year to stay healthy, please. You got second year Daniel Jones. You got um, Saquon there. You need a, a tight end, and he's the guy. He needs to be healthy. He's fucking, stay on the field, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> I feel it, man. I, that's what I had down. Sky's the limit for this dude if he can stay healthy. I don't know that, but then my next note here is: Are we just holding on to that tight end five finish of his rookie year? Yeah, like, we are. Yeah, I don't know. I we mean, are. he's there. It's in him. Though that year was the year I think OBJ hurt his ankle, like week four or five or something. So he was done for the season. And they, just, I think it was Roger Lewis or something. I don't. You can check Jesus. that, but just that he, I think he was time. wide receiver one on that team at that time. So I know Ingram was getting a lot of – he had 115 targets his rookie year. So he's getting a lot of targets. But then again, he played the full season. So That's I mean, my if you take these, Yeah, if you take these other two last seasons with eight games, 11 games, and you put 15, 16 games on there, I mean, his targets are probably going to be up in the 90, 100 range, you would think. He could be so good. He can. He's got the talent, man. I just – I want to see him throw downfield to him a little more. Yeah. I feel like a lot of short stuff with him. Like get him the ball and let him run. Yeah, he's an athlete, but – and let him run without the ball first, yeah. get open, down the field, you know, a seam route maybe, hitch and go, some, and then let him fly. I, I, the way he plays, like, when he's healthy, it's poetry. I, I, he's a perfect tight end monster. It's just he can't stay healthy. I don't, hopefully now that Giants are going to be playing a little bit better quality football, maybe he would, you know – didn't really rush to get back on the field last year when they were, you know, were losing all those games. So hopefully he has the the fire in his belly this year. That's all I'm going to say. E.E., come on, baby. Stay healthy for me. E.E., come on. Yeah, I had him at six, so I wasn't too far off of you there. But, yeah, just that injury history is, is so hard. To, so hard to bet on a guy like that, but his talent, you almost have to. So we got the top five done. Ooh, we had your top five. What was your number five? So yeah, yeah. So I had I had Kelsey Kittle, Ertz, one, two, three, and then Andrews was four. Ingram okay. was six. Ugh. So in between Andrews and Ingram, there at number five, I had Darren Waller. Mm, he's my number six. Okay, I figured you'd be a little higher on Waller after he did a little something for you last year. Rule rule number one: score tutties, baby. Got catch tutties. Yep. Yeah. What do you have? Three last year. Man, he had a hell of a year, though. I mean, with Andrews, I put him at my number three because of the trade of Hurst and, and losing somebody. He pretty much beat out Hurst as the tight end one. And, you know, they even, you know, they tra- they got him in the second round 
uh, two, three years ago in the draft. Waller, they just picked up five wide receivers in this draft. Oh, at least. I mean, like, they just kept getting pass catcher over pass catcher. The only thing I – the big thing about that I like is they were kind of all small. I mean, they got the they got the South Carolina big guy, but I think Waller is the main red zone threat there. But, again, he only had three touchdowns this past year. So, I don't know. I have no clue with the team. That's why I was so confused. He had a hell of a season, like, yards-wise, but as a tight end, you make your money catching the touchdowns in the red zone, and he only had three. Yeah, it was weird. So, the backup, uh, Foster Moreau. Huge motherfucker, too, man. He looks like a big-ass bouncer. That dude's scary-looking. Mm-hmm. So, he's actually smaller than Darren Waller, which I didn't realize. I thought Moreau was bigger, but really? Waller's just a... So Waller's 6'6", 255, and Moreau is 6'4", 250. So, I mean, oh, he's got sorry. a couple inches and, you know, only five pounds on him. But, yeah, Moreau just looks bigger out there. I don't know oh, if he's a little, maybe a little thicker. He's not as lanky. But, yeah, he had five touchdowns. I think that's maybe where his touchdowns went, Waller's did. And then they brought in Jason Witten. Like, I don't I don't understand that Jason Witten signing at all. I don't get it. It, I, it doesn't make any sense. And Like, all these guys in the draft, I know they're trying to, like, build depth, but – even San Francisco getting that Brandon Ayo, it hurts my man Debo Samuel's like the guys I have saw like before the season like hell yeah he's gonna have a monster fantasy and they go and draft or go pick somebody up in the offseason I'm like well that's gonna fucking hurt his stock it's like oh it's frustrating me yeah I just I literally I don't have words to describe why Jason Witten is on this team when you have Darren Waller broke out last year and then you had Foster Rhodes definitely I mean caught five touchdowns yeah caught. 20 passes of his 21 targets, so or 21 catches, 25 targets. I mean, he's a talented guy. They got two solid tight ends. Why are you bringing in this glorified right tackle? Exactly. So that was weird, but I mean, yeah, Waller, 90 catches last year, 117. He's targets. only 27, dude. He's, I mean, he's and he's fresh. I mean, he was out of the league for that drug shit, and he's came back. Mm-hmm. He's looking. I mean, all year he looked like he was, you know, had you know, a little hop to his step. I wanted to put him in my top five. I just couldn't with that touchdown production and them doing what they did in the draft and picking up winning in the offseason. True, true. Yeah, they added Ruggs. They added Brian Edwards. They added the Lynn Bowden. They still got Hunter Renfro still there. They got Tyrell Williams. They picked up Nelson Aguilar. Like, it's yeah, just, it's, it's confusing. It's, it's Gruden and Mayock over there. I don't I don't know what's going on with them. But, I mean, yeah, I like Waller. I like him to r- repeat what he did last year or at least close to it. I mean, the targets and the catches might go down just because of the weapons they added. Yeah. But he's he's still one of the best athletic tight ends in the league. You got to get this guy the ball when you can. Yeah, at five or six, that's this is when it starts dropping off to like where, like, yeah, that's a perfect tight end six or tight end five for you to pick up. If all the top mm-hmm. four that you like are gone and he's sitting there for and you need a tight end, well, yeah, pick him up. There's not going to be anyone below this that is going to be they're equal to or just above that it just it's such a thin margin between these tight ends and their stats i can't tell you like it's crazy yeah i think this is where things just start to get interesting like because we got our top six done right so i think that when you get to these seven through ten seven through twelve whatever you want to call it it's like it seems like every position we're saying that but it really is you know you got these top guys and then it's like who do you like the most you know and it's shown that Rookie tight ends really don't do, I mean, much. I mean, Evan Ingram, that one, had that fluky one, but Mm -hmm. I I feel like it takes a couple because of the beating they take on the run blocking and then the blocking schemes and even just getting familiar with their quarterback. I think there's a learning curve with those pass catchers and obviously knowing the line, too. I think tight ends even have a harder time 
picking up the offense with that responsibility. Yeah, I feel like tight ends, you know, they line up all over the field, most of them, especially the more athletic ones. You know, they got to learn the blocking. They got to learn all the routes. They got to learn up when you're lining up on the line, off the line, in the slot, out wide. Are you in motion? Are you blocking? So they got a lot to learn. These these younger guys, once they start to develop and they can just go out there and play, that's when you really see them come out and ball out. I'm with you. All right, what was your number seven? Oh, Hunter Henry. Okay. wasn't happy about it, though, as you could tell. Yeah, it's, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, Henry's just like a blah to me. He's just he's just there. I mean, probably going to be the third, maybe fourth option in this offense. But I don't know how good this offense is going to be. Is it going to be Tyrod? Is it going to be Herbert? I think it's going to be Tyrod to start, for sure. And Herbert might come in, depending on how the season's going for the Chargers. Yeah. But he's kind of along the same lines of, as Ingram. He can't stay healthy. You know, Ingram, at least, he had – the soft tissue stuff mostly. So the only thing I can argue for Hunter Henry is that he had the, like the bigger injuries, like he tore his ACL and then he had a broken leg. So it's not like these are yeah, well, lingering. I hurt ham. Yeah. I got hurt hamstring or, you know, I twisted my ankle. Like these are actually things that are preventing you from playing that you can't just play through. So I'll give him that. But man, yeah, he just, just can't stay on the field too much. No. And I mean, the thing is he played 12 games. He still gave you five touchdowns. So that's, Waller's looking at you. I'll take five touchdowns all day. <laughs> yeah, Waller wishes. Shit. Uh, like you said, I think, though, if TT's the starting quarterback, it puts Henry at, at a higher uh, stock, in my opinion. I think um, Tyrod Taylor would be beneficial for Henry's success. If Herbert's there, I don't know. I, I think he's – I don't really like him as a quarterback in general. But, again, I'm not a guru when it comes to reading quarterbacks. I – I think Tyrod and Henry could be a sneaky combination. But again, Chargers, I've drafted so many Chargers in the past, they've all let me down. So, fuck them. Yeah, it's just a, it's a weird situation at who's going to be quarterback. I, obviously, I do think it's going to be Tyrod, and I do think him and Henry can establish something because I feel like Tyrod's not really just going to be launching it. Like, they don't really have a big deep threat on this team. Like, no. Mike Williams, he's a big guy, but he's not really fast. So they're a lot of just like possession guys and stuff. They don't really have wide receiver three behind Allen and Williams. It's really just Henry and Eckler are their other guys. So third or fourth in line on targets, it's not a bad spot to be. No, I like it. Um, I'll take it. I'll take it all day. He's He was my number eight. So mm-hmm. my number seven, though, is the big goof himself, Gronkowski. Okay, I had him up at seven to start, and then I, he kept sliding a little bit for me. Yeah, I I kind of forgot about him, and I was like, oh shit, I forgot Gronk's back. Um, <laughs> he didn't do. He was more like a decoy for the Patriots his last season. I felt like he was injured most of the time. He was out there, only had three touchdowns. I'm banking on touchdown production. So if he gets me at you know tight end seven to. You know, tight end, they have him ranked like 13 right now, but that's going to move up. Um, if he gets, you know, six touchdowns, seven touchdowns this next season, I'll be happy. I mean, I'll be happy with that production. I'm not – tight ends are my bread and butter unless you're, you know, Kelsey. He's not – they're not going to win you weeks. Gronk in his first, you know, four seasons maybe, uh, but not now. He's, you know, 30, 31, 30, I think 31, 32. Yeah, 31, and, yep. He's banged up. Um, he's going to be a red zone uh, f- uh, familiarity uh, threat for TB12, and that's good. That's good for me. 
Yeah, I had Gronk down at number nine for myself. You know, I think Aaron's came out today and said that their 12 personnel is going to be base. So, you know, two tight ends going to be starting him and O.J. Howard. I don't, I don't know if that makes a difference or anything, but I just Arians has never really used a tight end like that. I know there's a lot of hype behind. I think OJ Howard's like tight end four or five or six rank last year. There's a lot of hype behind him. Yeah, he do and shit. Just, obviously, he's a different player than what Gronk is, but just the the tight end's never really been a big thing for Arians. He's always kind of used that receiver in that slot and over the middle of the field. But you can't deny the chemistry that Gronk and Tom Brady have had during their careers. I mean, he was a tight end one, so top 12 tight end every season besides the two that he missed half the season because of injuries. So it's just yep. consistent. Obviously, we're talking different teams, different schemes, everything. But he's still got that chemistry with Tom Brady that you can't you can't just do that overnight. These dudes have been doing it for, what, 10 years now? Exactly, dude. And, like, Kittle and even Kelsey last year didn't get that many touchdowns. So – if you're solely, you know, getting a tight end just to get you those red zone, you know, those red zone threats, Gronk is, has a better percentage, in my opinion, with Tom Brady than most of these other uh, tight ends that are on the bottom of my top ten list. Yeah, and I think, the you know, he had that year off, and then they say, I mean, I don't know if they said he slimmed down, but I could tell, like, from social media and all his posts and everything, that he definitely looks slimmer than what he was playing at. No doubt. So maybe that helps him stay healthy, you know, not having to carry around that 200 what a 270 or whatever he was crazy playing at a little lighter flirt a little lighter frame maybe they asked oj howard do more of the blocking since he's a little bit bigger as well oj howard you know looks like right now a better gronk but he has not performed at all like just in shorts he's a physical freak and i want him to be better but like his year last year was his opportunity to succeed and i didn't see it they brought in gronk so that shows you that they didn't really were big in howard to begin with um, so that's hoping Grant takes his place as the tight end that they needed in Tampa Bay. Especially, you know, there was all those trade rumors about O.J. Howard and stuff that could definitely still happen. You know, someone gets hurt in training camp, someone needs a tight end, mm-hmm. you know, trade trade deadline comes, blah, blah, blah. So that could hype Gronk up a little bit. I definitely see his rank going up once, you know, more like the casual drafters and stuff get in there and start doing some mocks and stuff. His price is going to go up just because of his name. Yep. Who'd you have at seven? Or excuse me, who'd you have at uh Eight. Uh, I had your boy Hayden Hurst there at number eight. Damn. He's not, you like him like that. I do like Hayden Hurst this year. He's my 11. He's my 11. Okay. So. Okay. That's what I mean. Like these ones are just weird, just weird ranks. But yeah, I like, I like him in Atlanta. You know, they traded a second round pick for him. I think they swapped four and fives as well. So, but I mean, that shows that they're definitely invested in him as their number one tight end. Um, I don't even, Jaden Graham is their number two tight end. Never even heard of the dude. So oh. there's not really any uh <laughs> any threats there to like lose his job or anything. Um I saw he was driving from Jacksonville to Atlanta to catch passes from Matt Ryan already. Dang. I looked that up. That's that's a five hour drive, man. So that ain't that ain't nothing short. That's commitment right there, boy. Yeah. He's out there. I mean, he's probably not doing it every day, but still, I mean, he's showing he's ready. He's out Shit. there to play. Just do it for the gram, baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, Austin Hooper was the tight end six the last two years in this offense. I know Austin Hooper and Hayden Hurst, I don't know if there's that much difference in their talent. Like, Hayden Hurst was a first-round draft pick for the Ravens. Yeah. Like, obviously, the team saw something in him. Ravens are pretty good drafters, I would say. They always tend to find some good guys, and I 
think that, like you said earlier, he just got beat out by Andrews for the tight end one. They were like, all right, let's move on. Obviously, we'll take a second rounder for this dude. Yeah. So, yeah, I like him in Atlanta, dude. I think he's think he's going to have a good year. I like him too. Um, these last couple ones, they're just kind of like flipping around. I, I, I like that pick just because of his projection and hopefully, you know, you can get him low and then he'll just, you know, kill it this year for you. Because, I mean, he's falling yeah, to – He's ranked low, isn't he? I mean, he's, he's ranked thir- He's thirteen, so not terrible. I mean, he's falling to late rounds in my mocks. Oh yeah, yeah. You can get him late if you're if you don't. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with tight ends right now. Is if I'm not getting one of those top, I'd say four guys. I think after I go Kelsey, Kittle, Ertz, and Andrews. If I'm not getting one of those four, I'm usually waiting and just grabbing one of these guys later. Just whoever falls to me, because. All these yeah. guys in the middle and stuff. There's so many question marks with all of them. So I'm not gonna reach for one. I'm with you. I like that. So my number eight was Henry. Uh, number nine. What was your number nine, boy? That was my Gronk spot. Oh shit, you're right. I had Higby at nine. Mm, okay. Help me. Help me out with Higby because I had trouble ranking him. It's tough for me as well. Um, he had that stretch of the season where he, you know, all those touchdowns, tight end one most of the time. It, it was a weird. Um, half of the season for him because then you have Everett there that you know yeah Everett was getting talked about in like the middle of the season as a possible tight end one for the future and then what he got hurt and then Higby came in just yeah I mean last five games of the season he had last five games total he had 500 yards and two touchdowns so just for five so that last five he was a target machine so he had 56 targets in five games yeah he was he was a it was a freak um I think I'm banking on him to be a nice success. They got rid of Brandon Cooks. I don't know if um, – what's his name? What's the quarterback's name over there? Um, Jared Goof. Jared Goof- Goofus is the guy. And I think every struggling quarterback, they find their safety blankets and their tight ends. And I think it's going to be another year. They're not projected to do have that – you know, do well this season. So if they're middle of the round, they're struggling. Uh, Jared Goff is struggling. I think Higby is going to be his safety blanket. It showed in the, the past, you know, on their playoff, trying to, you know, rebound, getting in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He was that guy. I mean, he, like you said, 56 targets in the last five games. It might have been just because of injuries and whatnot. But I think with Cooks being gone, the targets somewhat need to come to him and Everett. Again, I'm not worried about two of them. Um, just like most teams have two quality tight ends. So, I'm banking on him that last five games of the season to, you know, transfer over to next year and hopefully um, stay with that. If he can stay, even sniff that, uh, you know, 100-plus targets next season, I'd love it. I'd pick his ass up in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had Higby down at 11, so I wasn't – he's not, like, crazy far off my ranks. But I just – yeah, the, I was looking at him and Gerald Everett's splits and stuff. You know, Everett was kind of popping off early in the season, and then he got hurt in week 12. And then that's when Higby really came on. I mean, weeks 13, 14, 15, 16 are, were his huge weeks. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it I don't know if it was because Everett's out or if Higby – I know they paid Higby last year too. He got an extension, I think, early in the season. So, like I mean, you got to follow the money sometimes in this league. And he's the one that's getting paid over Everett. They're talking about running a lot more 12 personnel over there in Los Angeles without Cooks. So they both could be on the field at the same time. Definitely the biggest target out there. I mean, 6'6". Six, six, so – yeah, maybe you can get those. He only had three touchdowns. Get those touchdown numbers up. That's my thing. Is like these guys. Like I think they're like monster. Like they're you know top ten, and their touchdown uh, stats are three 
you know, six is the high. And some, I'm like, Jesus, dude, get some more touchdowns, tight ends. What is up? You're only good. You're not going to blow us away with your receptions and yards unless you're Kelsey. It's like you've got to score more touchdowns. It's definitely uh, – it was a down year for tight end touchdown numbers besides Andrews, the only one that was balling yeah. out there. A double digit, John. All right. Who we had number 10? Uh, I got Austin Hooper. Ooh, so hey, we got one right. Hooper together. Yeah. There All we right. go. Yeah, I'm just following the money and the talent on this one yeah. as well. You know, they, he's the highest paid tight end in the league now. I mean, you don't just pay it's a dude crazy. to not play him or not throwing the ball. Such a problem. Now they got thing. OBJ. They got Landry. Landry, you know, dealing with the hip. Is he going to be healthy? Is he not? We don't know. It's just, I don't know. Stefanski with a run heavy offense, but he's still. I mean, it's like I said, I think it was last week, week before, whatever, that they don't have the defense the Vikings had. So they're not going to be able to run as much, I don't believe. So I do think Cooper will see a good share of targets out there. Are they trading Ojoku away? I have no – I mean, they picked up his fifth-year option like it was no big deal. It's weird because so they, they, they drafted a, a top-ranked tight end, too, in the fourth. So it's like – Yeah, Harrison Bryant out of uh, FAU. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. That's, I think – the Stefanski offense had, you know, Minnesota, all that jazz. I just think they like tight ends. I just don't get the Njoku reminds me of like OJ Howard. Like he's a freak and I don't know why he doesn't produce on the field. It doesn't make any sense. And then they pick up Hooper because obviously Njoku's not producing, but then they pick up his fifth year option and then they pick up Harrison Bryant. It's confusing to me. That whole position in the Cleveland Browns locker room is weird to me. Yeah. It's, I mean, Njoku's still 23, so he's still definitely young. So, I can see – I'm starting to talk myself into this fifth-year option for him, I guess. He, he did uh, have some injuries last year. I think they put him on IR for a little bit. But, yeah, I think Stefanski just wants that that 12 personnel, two tight end sets. You know, they had Rudolph and Irv Smith last year. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of liked what they were doing there. And so – but I just think Cooper – I mean, he's still 25. He's still got – this is only his fifth year in the league, right? Yeah. Fifth year, yeah. So, he's got the talent. He just catches touchdowns, he can get the targets. Yeah. He does. He can score some tutties. So, I'll give him that. I'll give him the touchdowns. And he's got a he's got a fun name, you know, Hooper. Uh, kind of like Cooper. Hooper, Austin Hooper. <laughs> he kind of looks like a oh man too. He looks like a Gonzalez or not Gonzalez. Jesus, Hernandez. He has a. Oh, okay. I'm looking at, I'm looking at his picture right now. With the chin beer going on, the little yeah. I good look, man. Shave it off. All right, man. That's top ten. Who? So Hurst was my another like eleven. Who was your eleven? You said. uh yeah, was Higby it? was 11. Higby. I have Mike Jasicki as number 12. I like Jasicki too. Just a little bit on Jasicki. I, th- I mean, he had a huge end of the season last year after Preston Williams went down. Yep. But at the same time, after Williams went down, his snap share really went up. So I don't know if I'm going to make the connection there or not. I can't really justify it yet because, I mean, if you, a guy's in the game and then he leaves and then you just start playing more and they play different positions. So I can't really justify like why that happened i think it just lined up like that but there's not many options out there in miami behind parker and williams i mean howard and Breda at running back aren't known for their pass catching ability so i think jaseki's uh he's a great option at tight end there <laughs> listen to this so they got their oc is chan gailey yeah in, in eight years gailey called an offense his tight ends finished 28th or worse in seven of those eight. Oh man don't tell me that. <laughs> the only one that did it was Tony Gonzalez. I'm like, no shit. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to compare Mike Jusecki to Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> yet. But, hey, maybe this will break the cycle. Come on, uh, Chan Gailey. 
Get your tight ends involved, Buster. He's athletic, man. He's 6'6", 250, he ran a 4'5", 40. Oh, he's a stud. You gotta, I like him. Find a, way, find a way to get that guy the ball. Yeah, I had him. Um, Jared Cook produces. He's old, but he produces in that offense. I don't know. I don't really. He's boring. You can pick him up if you want. I'm looking for something like that, like the Jaseki, you know, mm-hmm. stud who has more of a ceiling than he than Cook does. Maybe, hey, maybe Hawkinson. Maybe Hawkinson can do something this year. Yeah, I mean, they, he tried to tease us last year with that first game of the season Why versus Arizona. And then he goes and hurdles somebody and gets his ass knocked out. Mm-hmm. Stupid. And then, don't know if it was just a fluke because it was Arizona and everybody had a good game against Arizona last year. Yeah. But he's definitely got the talent. He's still only 22, you know, second year in league, like we were saying. Those rookies, they take a, a year or two at least to, to get going in this league. And then I'm, a, I'm not going to – I'm a t- breakout star. Do you know who it is? Is this your is this your sleeper? Or you're you're saying the breakout? I'm saying you know this might be Dawson Knox. Oh, your boy Dawson. Dawson Knox. Bringing it back. Come on, Dawson. Um, Dawson dude, they're Knox. they're high on him over there though. I've been reading up on him because I I just like his name and I was like, all right, let's see what he's about. He's definitely lower on the list, but. They're high on him in the, the Bills. I'm not saying he's going to be up there. I like Noah Fant. I like uh, Blake Jarwin. I like Irv Smith as well as my sleepers. Um, but look out for uh, Dawson Knox. Dawson yeah, I think he's a solid, uh, solid, like if you're going to pick up a backup tight end or something, then I think he's a he's a great guy to pick up as your second tight end because he showed last year, he showed flashes, you know. He had a, a lot of big plays. I would just say a lot of big plays, but. A good amount of plays of his were big plays, so I think he could he could be some. If- he had 380 yards reception, dude. Come on, man, two tutties. Dude, dude is like itching to break out this year. Dawson Knox. Dawson, you just want to keep saying the name. That's the only reason. Yeah, this is so funny. Like this, the name of tight ends is just like a, it's just like a cycle. Like we've heard all like Doyle, Ebron, a fucking horse, <laughs> Ian Thompson, Thomas, Greg Olson. These guys who will get you. Hopefully one game a season that you're like, oh, hell yeah. I won that week because of, you know, Greg Olson gave me two tutties. Greg Olson was mm-hmm. a stud for a long time. But let's say like uh, Jack Doyle will come out with one or two games a season. So I'm banking on a bye week tight end. So these guys are my second tight ends to pick up if I wanted to get two tight ends as a possible, you know, week winner because of their two touchdown performance and then throw them away and maybe even get a trade on them because they're not going to do it again the rest of the season. But who knows? That's where I like drafting, like you said, the, the sophomore tight ends, the guys that have some upside, rather than you know who they are, the Ebrons of the world, the Ian Thomas of the world, the even the Kyle Rudolphs who had a questionable but decent season last year. Um, what did, Do you have another sleeper that you're looking at, at as a tight end? Yeah, I got a, a Janu Smith. Me too. Titans. I like him. He's been oh, following man. me. Yeah. I like him a lot, actually. He's I the was, new Delaney. Uh, dude, I almost had him up in my ranks. Like, I think this dude's super athletic. I was watching a couple of highlights earlier today, actually, and there's one play, I remember it from the season, he was he lined up at running back, and they pitched him the ball right away. And he just, I think it was a 50 or 60 yard touchdown. He made some moves and he just was off. He's great after the catch. And that's kind of how this offense, that play action offense they run out there in Tennessee. Yeah. He doesn't, obviously he's not as athletic as A.J. Brown out there, but the way he runs and stuff kind of reminded me of just these bigger dudes that are just big, strong, athletic, fast dudes that can run. So I like Jonu Smith out there in Tennessee this year. I like that. I like, I like that a lot. That's a good pick. No, uh, 
No Delaney Walker is going to be big. They don't really have anybody else. I know it's a run-first offense and stuff. And no. Tannehill's seven was 7.7% touchdown rate, I think he had. Yeah, 7.7. It's got to go down, you know. But Jonu can make the plays himself if you get him the ball. Jonu, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry show over there in Tennessee. I think those three are the, the three-headed monster. Oh, and then Ryan Tannehill, of course, the, the great quarterback of him. He's just amazing. <laughs> Can't wait. The great Ryan Tannehill. The great, the great Ryan Tannehill. Again, so what about this though? Like um, George Kittle and his his contract talks. He said, "I want to be paid more than a tight end because I'm not just a tight end." Which he does have a great point of that. George Kittle, um, possible holdout. So you think? No, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I'm just trying to make some shit up for the. All right, I got a guy that we can talk about. Yeah, hit me with the sleeper. Your sneaky sleeper. Even though I have so many of them, I like um, Cole Komet as a rookie tight end. Or Komet? 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 I don't know how you say Komet? his name. Komet. I don't know how to say it. There's it no I. Like Komet. It's just K-M. Yeah. Komet. Komet. I mean, the highest, the highest tight end pick. They have, uh, I'm pretty sure they have 14 tight ends on their roster. Um, Komet could be good. Trey Byrne could be sneaky if Jack Doyle, who has injury issues in Indy, you know how Phil Burrs likes his tight ends. He had Gates for so long. And the good old faithful uh, Tyler Eifert over in Jacksonville, who's on a sinking ship. Hopefully he doesn't have a gruesome injury again, and he yeah. can give you, you know, four touchdowns a season. Yeah, four touchdowns in the four games he's going to play. Yeah, solid. Over under five games for him this year. Mm, 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 mm. That's tough. I mean, listen, he went 15, 1, 13, 8, 2, 4, 16 last year, though. I'm going to go over. No, I got to go under because he went, you go high, you go low. <laughs> he went 15, yeah, yeah. 1, 13, 8. Um, Every I'm, other. Yeah. No, I feel bad for him. He was talented that one year. He had, you know, 13 touchdowns. He was a stud, just couldn't get in, uh, healthy. That That's like most of these tight ends, though. They're all physical freaks until one injury and then they it's lingering i mean look at fucking gronk he looks like a robot out there with that big ass arm brace he always wore Ooh, um yeah. maybe greg olsen could be sneaky this year he's 39 i think 42 he's somewhere around that age yeah they got too many uh tight ends they got disley they got hollister they got olsen is disley gonna be back didn't he like tear his achilles uh was it achilles they said it expect oh, to be ready expect week to one. be ready i he, well, yeah, if achilles? he's if he's healthy uh, I know it's a tough injury. He was gonna be a, he was gonna be a solid tight end. I, I liked him a lot last year. as my sneaky pick. Yeah, they drafted two tight ends as well. So I, okay, well, fuck just, me about that. Never mind. Just loves his their tight ends out there. I guess. So. Yeah, I don't know. There, there's such a clusterfuck. And like you said, if you don't draft the top four, top five, maybe six uh, tight ends, go after a floater. You're all they're gonna you know give you. Either you know three catches for thirty-eight yards or four catches for twenty-nine yards, but give you a touchdown as well. So that's the that's the risk you're willing to take on these low-end tight ends because they're t- so touchdown dependent because they're not going to get more than three to five receptions in a game. Yeah, they just the targets aren't there for them and their offenses and their roles in these offenses. You know, they're a lot of these guys are fourth, fifth, sixth in line for targets usually you know behind a few receivers and running back they usually out target them so these names are good they, they got some good names titans have some good names though man oh yeah let me throw another name at you this is, this is a great name and a little sleeper i think is jay sternberger 
I was just gonna. I just saw his name. I was like, a great name, Jay Sternberger. Green Bay. You know, we talked about definitely that Green Bay's weapons aren't very much behind yeah, Adams. Uh, you know, they got Lazard Funches there. Definitely bigger whoa, dudes. They got Lazard and Funches. They do, man. Damn, that's stat, dude. Green Bay on the way. Six four, six five. <laughs> oh, big fellas. But yeah, I like I like Sternberger for a little sleeper. You know, Jimmy Graham had. He only had 60 targets last year. It was a little down year for him. And this uh, run-heavy thing that Matt LaFleur is doing with a Hall of Fame quarterback. But he had 90 to the year before. So, I mean, Rodgers definitely likes his tight ends a little bit. You know, we've definitely seen in the past, Jermichael Finley. We've seen some guys have some okay seasons. So, if Sternberger takes that step, he missed some time last year with the ankle injury in the preseason. Missed the first half of the year and then never really recovered from that. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. I see him getting some tick. We're missing a guy. Taysom Hill's Taysom Hill. Oh, ESPN, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill and ESPN is considered a tight end this year. Am I right? Running back. Running back. We got to restart the show. Is it running back? Quarterback. He's a running back too. Quarterback. No, he's quarterback and tight end. You're right. Run, okay. yeah, run, yeah, yeah. run this back. He's my tight end. Four, five. <laughs> How many oh, touchdowns man. did he get last year? Oh, dude, he's a stud. Yeah. He's just a, yeah, if you pick the right week to play him, he'll be great for you. Mm-hmm. He was tight end, he's ranked tight end 41 right now, so that's solid. That's such a weird like position to put him at. I don't get it. <clears throat> like a second like for ESPN to add the tight end to him when he's he's obviously listed as a quarterback on the team roster. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's not like he lines up at tight end and like blocks and runs route from the tight end position. He's like in the slot. Or, you know, in the backfield, that receiver is some. So that, that's weird that they're going to add tight end to them. Hey, if you're in the ESPN, might as well sneak it. Maybe he becomes the... Oh, yeah, definitely throw a, a late draft pick at him. Hell yeah. You know, Shit, something happens out there. touches, fuck that. He's going to get some tighties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll definitely give him some. Damn, that's nice. I like Jonu Smith is going to be my sleeper as well. He's going to be a stud. Um... Hayden Hurst is still rated 17th. He's going to be, I think, booming up the list here pretty soon. Yeah, good, good luck for the people that draft the tight end. You know, <laughs> I don't really – I don't know it's what else a, to say. It's a tough spot in fantasy, man. I know a lot of people have gone to like a, a tight end premium league where you get an extra – so if you're doing half PPR, then you'll get an extra half P, or half point per reception for tight ends. So tight ends are getting a full point. For everybody else getting a half point. That's a Kelsey. It, that's a Kelsey first round pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple uh, dynasty leagues I, I've joined this offseason. I got Kelsey in both of them. Yeah, uh, I like that. Well, one's a tight end premium, the other's not. But the tight end premium one, I mean, if you put Kelsey over into the wide receiver ranks, he's top. I think he was number one or two up there. That's so crazy. he's a he's a top five wide receiver if he gets those tight end premiums. That extra half point. Per catch as well. Yeah, so I definitely see I see some leagues changing some things up to, you know, offset this tight end position that we got going on right now, just without those you got four or five studs and then it's just if there nothing. if there comes another season like this season last year, that's a strong possibility and uh a rule change in my opinion as well to get a little bit more juice out of them because nobody performed last year. It was ugly. Come on, tight ends, do better, man. Do better so we can draft you. I know, man. It's just uh it's just a graveyard of fantasy right now, is that tight end position. <sighs> what can you do? You know, it was a weird top ten. We had to do it. I'm glad it's over though. 
I feel it, man. Get back some fun next week. I mean, this yeah. is always fun, anyways. You know, we get we get to sit and talk fantasy football for an hour or whatever. You know, yeah, it's That's, always fun. This is great. We're talking. We're splitting hairs of Jacob Hollister's and the <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the uh, another good name, uh, Jeremy Sprinkles of the world. We're not gonna Ooh. be doing. We're not gonna. Be, I, I'm not having that much fun with Sprinkle and Hollister. Sprinkle me some Hollister with that fake ass seagull on your damn shirt, nerd. <laughs> We got some names out there in the tight end world. That's for sure, man. All right, dude. That's good. I'm good. I'm done talking about tight ends. They bore me. Yeah, we'll get something better going next week. We'll get the, the energy flowing back on the Champion and Champ Fantasy dump. Let's do it, baby. We're out. Peace. Peace.